Thanks so much for checking out this week's episode of the Disciples of Track podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Rob, joined, as always, by the one and only Patsy Prati. Patsy, say what's up. Hello, people. Hi. And we are here because we believe that God has called us to live a life that is fully devoted to him. And like we say every week, here's the thing. We've got to do something about that. We've got to put in some work because that's not going to happen on its own. So what do we do about it? Well, one of the things we do is we create these podcasts almost each and every week so that we can grow on the go and grow together. So we hope wherever you are, whether you're walking the dog, whether you're uh, home with the kids, whether you're in a pickup line at school or hiding in your cubicle at work, wherever it is, we want to be there with you so that we can grow together and grow as a community of people that want to look more like Jesus. So, kind of recap, we took a week off last week because we had some things we had to uh, take care of, um, but we regrouped and we are back now. And, and I have a voice. Every, and you have a, oh, thank goodness. And, wait, and, and, a different shirt. Oh, it's a miracle. Remember, it's for a those miracle. of you where we left when we last, the, when we last joined us. Up. We were getting made fun of by everyone for wearing the same clothes. And I wore a different hat this week because last time somebody made fun of me saying, you need new hats. Um, so yeah, but you were having a little hat trauma already. You weren't I wouldn't sure call about it a hat, hat trauma as much as it's an ear trauma. I don't oh, understand trauma, why sorry. I look like I have elf ears this morning. But I don't think you do. I do. I definitely do. But whatever. We'll, uh, we'll figure it out. So we're back. We're back. All that to say, we are back. Just to kind of recap a little bit, we have been walking through over the last few weeks some topics. Um, around this idea of what does it look like to have an untouchable faith in our life. And so we are uh, looking at the book of Daniel and the life of Daniel, and we are looking at how we can learn from him and take the lessons that he's taught us to have that untouchable faith in our lives. So um, this week, is this the last one? Are we wrapping up today or is there one next week? Well, it depends. I mean, there really is one next week and it's all about the prophecy. And I think that we should do a wrap up because it's important because the last chapters 7 through 12 are all about the future and what's still to come. A lot of it's already been fulfilled, but there's still stuff to come. So I never want to cut that short, but I definitely want to encourage people if you haven't read the book of Daniel, open your Bible and read it because it's the most practical book. That's why we chose it for this series. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about having an untouchable faith and what it means to say in your life, like, this is what I believe. This is the God that I love. And nobody's going to touch that. And no circumstance is going to touch that. And no fear is going to touch that. Nothing is going to touch that. And when you make that decision in your heart, God, I promise you, he puts his hand on you. And he's like, and now no one's going to be able to touch you. It's like the most beautiful interaction between you and God. Yes. When you set your heart on him, he seals you. He absolutely seals you. And it's like so, such a cool thing. That's right. So are we jumping in for today? Yeah, go for so it. So today is big word that we, and, and I love because because of what's going on in our country right now is, you know, it's election time. Election. Yeah, it I is. feel like it's always election time. It always is. Exactly. It's always election time. We're always talking about elections. But one of the big buzzwords that always comes up is integrity. Mm. And that's what we're talking about today because we're talking about Daniel and the lion's den, which comes from Daniel chapter 6. So some of you may have, even if you don't know the Bible really well, that's okay. I'm sure you've heard that story about Daniel getting thrown into a lion's den. But you might be asking yourself, what the heck happened? Why did he get thrown into the lion's den? And it was all about his integrity because... Mm-hmm. If you've been following us, we're following the life of this guy, Daniel, who was taken captive as a teenager, and he rises up into power in this very pagan culture. He's a high-level executive in the culture, but totally devoted to God. Yes. Makes that decision as a young kid, like, nobody is touching my faith, and God has walked with him through his life. So now he finds himself in another position at this stage in his life where um, there are people on staff with him in the government Mm -hmm. who hate him because he's like the golden child. 
You know, have you, first, before we even go any further, like, do, like, can you think of any stories or any times in your life where maybe you were like the favorite kid at home or you were the golden child at school? And what was the reaction of your peers around you? Well, I've always been the golden child really? my whole life, and You're I still fav- am. You're the yeah, favorite. Sorry to my brother Tim; oh. he's a great guy. But mom and dad, swing. we all is know who the favorite? favorite is in the in the swing shack, you know. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, there's definitely been times where I look back and I'm like, wow, I would have hated me if I was not me in really? school, and absolutely, really? oh, yeah, so because you like you got light. special treatment and like things wow. like that. And sometimes people just felt bad for me, I think, because they looked at me and they're like, oh. <laughs> Poor Rob. Um, but yeah, no, no, there's definitely, yeah, little Robbie um, <laughs> with his elf ears. Um, but yeah, no, there's absolutely been times like that. And uh, it's been interesting. Where you're the fave. So when you're yeah. the fave, like when you're the favorite person, you know, others around you definitely, you know, it can, it can be a sore subject for them. Yeah. Now, I, on the other hand, have never experienced that because I feel like I've lived my whole life trying to be the favorite. I'm like living this life of please pick it's not me, all it's cracked up choose to be, let me, me tell you. please. I want to be the one, you know, and it, it just hasn't happened. Still waiting for it to happen. But people get super jealous of the favorite. And mm-hmm. that's kind of where we find Daniel right now. They're super jealous of the favorite. But here's the coolest thing about Daniel that I love about him is these guys are so jealous. They want to trip him up because they just want to take him out of the way. And they can't find anything to accuse him of. So now you've been the favorite, but I'm sure that there are places that your your brother could have taken you down or, or classmates oh, could have taken you down, absolutely. right? Yeah. How cool is it that Daniel was the kind of guy, he lived the kind of life that he was honest at his job. He was a good citizen. He was great at home. He probably, you know, always helped people cross the street. He was petting all the dogs. He was given the extra dollar in the, in the synagogue. He did everything right. And they were so confounded. They were like, we can't get him on anything. But what we can get him on is his faith. That's right. So they attack his faith. I would love for someone to be able to say that about me. Mm. like she's such a good citizen she's such a good person she's so great like the only place that we can attack her is if we go after her faith because that's the thing that drives her yes like i want to live that kind of life where people if they do choose to notice me that when they look at me whether i'm going through a hard time or a great time or whatever that they say there's something about her that makes me want to know her god yes absolutely because there's a difference right Mm-hmm. Than just drawing attention to yourself so that you know they can find out how wonderful you are, yep. or drawing to a, te- a or if attention is drawn to you because of how great your God is. Yes, and that's what happened to Daniel. So so they try to trip him up and they get him you know into this trap where they trip him up in his faith and they 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 well actually they trick the king first mm. and they get him to make this decree and that Daniel you know can't pray to anyone but him yep. for a certain period of time and Daniel it says in the scriptures as was his custom, goes up to his room to pray. Now, he wasn't supposed to be able to pray. There was a law that mm-hmm. the king had made. You know, you can't pray for this certain amount of time. Daniel does it. They trip him up. But the king loves Daniel. Yep. And he's so upset. He's like, oh, my gosh. You know, the rule was if you prayed to anyone other than the king, you know, if you prayed to any other god, you would be thrown into the lion's den. Yeah. And he's so upset, paces, you know, all night long. But Daniel's got to be thrown into the lion's den. And God protects him in the mm-hmm. lion's den. So it's like this amazing, amazing story. And I'm just, the thing that I want to focus on though is everyone focuses on what happened in the lion's den and that Daniel was protected and we'll get to that and that's super important. But I want to spend a few minutes talking about what it means to have the kind of integrity that Daniel had that got him into this situation. And should we be living the kind of life that makes us as Christians, because we want to represent God accurately and represent our savior because we're teaching everyone that Jesus Christ is the savior of the world for 
anybody who wants to believe, anybody who wants to come to him, he'll accept you, scars and bumps and bruises and all. But should we live a life of integrity that will get us into situations like he was in where he actually gets into trouble? Because I don't know about you, but I kind of live my life where I want it to all be peaceful. I want it to all be quiet. I don't want anything bad to happen. So let's like unpack that for a minute. Mm. You know, Daniel really wasn't afraid of the lion's den. What does that what can that look like in our lives? Well, I think it's funny that you use the word peaceful because I'm going to I'm going to jump on that because that's something I think that God has been challenging me with over these past couple weeks um uh for those of you who don't go to powerhouse we we're starting right now a powerhouse is the church that we are both on staff at just in case you couldn't tell by the tacky background um (laughs) but we just started a series in the beatitudes uh, for the next few weeks we're going to be studying them so i've been studying them for a little while now just in kind of preparation for this and the the thing that god's showing me the most in this is what it looks like to be a peacemaker Mm. and I had a very bad view of what a peacemaker was. And my mentality was I'm going to keep the peace at all costs. So whether that meant I'm going to avoid things, I'm going to just bury things, I'm going to, whatever it is, I'm going to try to do that so that I can keep peace. But the thing that I feel like God was teaching me with that is, you know, peace is not an external thing. It's an internal Mm. And I like that. And a lot of times when we try to play peacemaker, we try to keep peace all externally. And what it does, is it gives us this unbelievable anxiety and worry and stress yep. internally. And uh, I was just talking to a friend of mine last night. We were hanging out and uh, we were talking about uh, the difference between being so focused on the letter of the law versus the heart of the law. Mm-hmm. And I immediately was like, yes, that's what it's like when you have a poor idea of what it looks like to keep peace because we lose the heart of the issue and we focus on the outward piece of things. And so I think even when I'm looking at uh, Daniel, this is a really long answer. I'm all over the place today. Oh, I like it. But I feel like when you look at Daniel and you look at the king, the king painted himself in the corner with this letter of the law saying, no, unless this happens, like if this happens, you have to be killed. Right. He painted himself in the corner, but Daniel focused on the heart of the law. Right. And so that's where that that disconnect came. Yeah. And that's you know where the, I mean? and that's where it actually collides too, right? Because that's where that's where that's where we learn the true meaning of peace. And yes. it's not peace at all costs, right? That he that he, he said like I'm not I am unwilling. You're not going to touch the truth of what it means to really honor God, no matter what is going on around me. And that's where true peace came because the king actually gets peace out of it because when he sees that Daniel is saved at the end and the lions don't eat him up, then the king is like, oh my gosh, like, you know, your God is the God. So he actually ends up through that, through that traumatic experience, someone else receives peace. It's funny that you jumped on that word because this was the debate in my house this morning oh nice me and my husband <laughs> and he was saying because he's like always oh, jokes me well at first he calls me he always says i'm the attorney because mm. like if we have you know if the kids if anything's going on you know I'll always yell from another room and he's like oh there's the attorney because <laughs> i would step in as the mediator but that's like i'm you know you know guilty as charged i'm always trying to make peace at any cost and he's like you're the enabler you know and mm. i'm like you're the provoker so we go back and forth you know we get at it yep but i've definitely fallen into that trap in life too where 
where it's not so much that the deep inside doing the right thing inside. I just want it to all look smooth on the outside. And I'm definitely learning at this stage of my life that that's not really the point. Mm -hmm. The point is it has to be right in here, in yes. your heart, in your soul. And that's where it was all right with Daniel. Mm -hmm. Because Daniel saw the law. Daniel knew what the consequence was going to be. Yeah. Daniel, he was not even afraid of it. And then it says, as was his custom, yeah. he went up to his room to pray. Yes. Daniel truly had that inner peace where no matter what lord i love you my faith is untouchable totally and that's what i want i want to be able to trust god even in the midst of hungry lions that's right and the hungry lions are there for us for all of us right yeah. so what are some like helpful hints that we can start giving to you know the, our friends that are listening on you know how do you stay untouchable you know how do you maintain your spiritual integrity even when you're facing you know those the lion's jaws yeah Oh, man. I know. There's so I many different ways we can go. Yeah. The first thing I would say is similar to what I just said, and that is recognize the heart over the letter. Mm -hmm. And okay, re good. remember what the most important thing is and keep that the most important thing. Right. Um, I think a lot of times we, again, we just try to focus on the wrong thing and look at just that external of, okay, I'm really torn between this decision and this decision when the real thing that we should be torn with is what's going to honor the Lord the most with my heart right. in this. We need to be thinking about that more than we think about, did I get that one right or that one right? And I think that's the true meaning of the word integrity is what's really going to honor the Lord when we're talking yeah. about spiritual integrity. Integrity can be used in any, totally. you know, yep. for, for every different topic that we're talking about. You can have integrity with your diet. You can have integrity in your marriage. You can have integrity in your workplace. We're talking about having spiritual integrity, which really is the big umbrella that covers yeah. everything. Yep. Because if you have that with God and that's making those decisions deep in the heart, what's really going to honor you lord and guess what p.s right those that decision only comes when you're having those private moments with god i think exactly and that small circle of trusted advisors like if you're just not sure in your prayers in scripture then you go to that one other person you say this is the thing i'm struggling with in my life this is the decision i'm thinking about making yes and i know that might send off some huge fireworks in life but i really think that that's that's having spiritual integrity mm -hmm. in this area. Absolutely. And that's what's going to really bring true, true peace. Absolutely. So I think that, that, you know, that's a great helpful hint. So whatever you're struggling with and you think, I'm going to make a decision today that may send off some huge fireworks that look like I'm causing a lot of problems, but I'm not because I'm seeking spiritual integrity in my life. And what's really going to honor God, then go for it today. Mm -hmm. Go for that. Even Don't be afraid of the fireworks. They may come. Daniel wasn't afraid of the lions. He just said, you know, well, I'm, let me backtrack for a minute i'm sure that daniel was a little afraid of the lions oh, absolutely. i'm yeah, sure that sure. he went in there and was sweating bullets yep. and was like please don't eat me please totally. don't eat me please yeah. don't eat me exactly well like i think i said this a couple episodes ago i think but when we were studying this i i still had to remember that you know a lot of times we we pray god shut the mouth of the lions like that's kind of like a cliche prayer yeah. i think some of these days when we're going through battles and things like that and what we're really thinking is God take them away. But you know what? I think what we have to remember is 
in order for Daniel to see that the lion's mouths were shut, he had to be face to face with a lion. Yeah, the whole night. Exactly. He sat with them, and there's yes. like there's like a whole like you know um, principle that you can draw out of that. Like, yes. what's the night? What's the darkness? What's the nighttime in your life right now? While you're yep. sitting, and all the lions are lined up, yeah. and they're hungry and they're seething. And then I think the beautiful thing is too, we we kind of neglect the fact that Daniel says the Lord sent his angel yes. who shut the mouths of the lions, yes. and that's such a picture of Christ. How Jesus stands right there Absolutely. you know right there with you protecting you at all times we can always call on him and ask him mm-hmm. but you may have to endure the nighttime you yeah. may have to go through a season of your life where the hungry lions are lined exactly. up exactly and you're waiting like okay you know when is morning coming and yeah. when and when is the king gonna exactly. say are you okay come yeah. on out and that's the thing that i love about just even studying the book of daniel with all of the people that we've studied along the way is that all of those guys were focused on the bigger picture, they weren't just focused on that immediate thing. So even when we talked about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, right. they they were willing to go into the fire. Mm-hmm. Daniel was willing to go into the lion's den because they knew that no matter what happened, this was just one piece of their story. This was one right. thing uh, that was going to happen. It may end their life, but this was not their life. Right. This was their temporary life. There's Jesus said, I think it was Jesus. I hope I'm quoting Jesus. Jesus said, it is a terrifying thing to fall into the hands of the living God. So that sounds like a really scary statement, right? Like, oh my gosh, he's going to hurt me. I think that for these guys, for Shadrach, you know, thinking about that verse, for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, for Daniel, if they applied that, like, they would be more afraid to go before God saying, I, I caved to the lions or I caved to the fire rather than trusting in you. They were more terrified of facing him yes. after death and going like, I didn't trust you. Yeah. Like you got to know your God, people. We have to know the God who loves us. He is stronger than the fire. He is the creator of the lions. So it's pretty easy for him to say, sit. quiet lay down this is easy for him be more fearful health healthy fearful of the lord but also fearful of the lord like he can shut the lion's mouths Mm -hmm. he can and he can open them back up again yes he can (laughs) yes he can yeah and we want to honor him and you want to your your life is safest when it's in his hands that's right you know so have that integrity within yourself where you make a decision. And integrity is not something that you can just apply to yourself. It's something that I think you have to you have to get way down deep into the core of who you are and ask yourself in that quiet time when you're all alone with just the little voices in your head and say, what do I really believe? Yeah. You know, do I really believe that God made me? Do I really believe that he sent his son to die for me to save me from my sins? And do I really believe that he has the power to do whatever he wants to do with my life and that he will work amazing things through me? If you can believe those few things, if you can get alone with yourself and believe those few things, let me tell you something. There's no fire that's going to be too hot for you. There's no lion that's going to be too hungry. There's no mountain that's going to be too high. You're going to be able to get through anything. Have that spiritual integrity for yourself first. So, so that you can face the day and that you can be that light for everybody yeah. else. With look, We're all looking for somebody to look at and say, is it real? Like, I look at you. I know your life. We're really good friends. I see what you're going through. And I see you get up and face it again and again every single day. And that gives me the strength to face what I'm going on in my life. That's how it becomes real, you guys. When you right. see it in someone else's life, when you see them living it out. And you're like, that's what it looks like to have spiritual intre- integrity and to face all of the garbage no matter what. And to still say you know what i love god and i'm gonna honor him mm. and i love that and thank you thank you for inspiring me you really do mm. well, every day that's why i brought you a candy today yes you did I brought thank Rob you a so present. much wow <laughs> i don't know what to say after that because usually we just 
bust each other, not... I know. But... Um, I really got you off kilter. Yeah, you did. You threw me off. That's not easy to do. <laughs> but... Uh, it's because I was sick. I had a lot of time to soul search. Three <laughs> weeks. Three weeks of segments. Um, ironically enough, we're pretty much out of time. So oh, no. what a great way to end talking about me. But... Um, <laughs> no, but the last, the last thing I would say is I think for me, I have to understand that integrity is a posture before it's a practice. Before Ooh, it's a practice. I like that. Um, I like and that. And so we have to have a posture of humility before the Lord mm-hmm. in order to rece- to grow in our integrity so that we can practice it each yeah. and every day. And if yeah. we're not taking that time, like it says about Daniel, he went as he had done before. I know I've said this, I think, every single week, but it's because it's that important. If we don't have that posture of humility set up where we're constantly coming to the feet of Jesus saying, Lord, I need you to correct me i need you to challenge me i need you to fill me i need you to guide me then it doesn't matter how hard we try to practice integrity we won't be able to have it yep because we are not good enough people to have it on our own you're right it's not going to just happen i want to jump on one thing that you said i know you said we're going to end but what you said about the heart and having that posture before god but take that practical thing too do you know that years ago when I really studied Daniel, I was teaching it for a different reason. And um, and it struck me just at that time in my life that Daniel went, he opened the window, and he knelt down. And my kids can tell you for years, I, you know, we don't have a big house, we have a little house, but I would always go into my dining room where there's just a beautiful view out of the window of like some trees and everything and get down on my face and kneel there. And I think that sometimes the physical posture, if you can, or get into the most humble posture that you can, it sets the tone for your heart. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's a little practical thing that you guys can walk away with today. Maybe today, if you want to have that spiritual integrity and you want to have that posture before God in your heart, take the physical act of of being in the most humble posture that you can be before him, you know, and and bow before our king. It's a a beautiful thing. It sets your heart in the right place. Just a place to jumpstart today, maybe. Yep, totally. That's great. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, the internet is so bad today. I'm, I feel horrible for anybody that's watching oh, on but Facebook. But maybe we look younger. <laughs> well, you can't even see us because oh, it's so okay. blurry. So well, that's, that's, that's good. That's in your favor, guys, let me tell you. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I apologize to everybody that's watching on, on the internet right now or watching on YouTube because this is definitely not great quality. But the conversation is great. And yeah, I'm glad we had it. And I think we'll end it there because we are over our time. So as we wrap up, I just want to remind everybody, if this is something that was beneficial to you, which we hope it was, would you help us spread the word about what God's doing through the podcast? Uh, And you can do that by sharing the video on Facebook or sharing our page on YouTube. Uh, Leave us a comment, a suggestion, leave us a rating on iTunes, wherever it is that you're listening to these, uh, to these podcasts, just help us out by spreading the word. Uh, to your friends, your family, your community, mm-hmm. to anybody that will listen. Because, uh, again, we want to grow the community. We want people to come together so that we can grow together. Um, so, yeah, real faith stuff. Real faith exactly. in real life. Exactly. We're this not is just, what it looks uh, like. We're not just pretending here. This is real stuff that we're yeah. really processing through. You know, yeah. like this is real life things, and we're not just and we pretending. both have we both have a lot of real life stuff going yeah. on right now. Absolutely. So, so, so... It's sometimes it's hard. It's hard to sit in front of the microphones. It's hard to talk, but we want to do it together. We want to do it with you guys and just say like faith is all about real life and walking through it together. Yeah. 
And last, as we close, too, if you have a question, a comment, a suggestion, a future episode that you'd like us, or a future topic you'd like us to discuss, uh, we want to hear from you. So you can email us at discipleshiptrack at powerhousecc.org, or you can leave a comment on the uh, the Facebook group or the, the video on the video on YouTube, whatever it may be. Uh, but let us know. We want to hear from you. So please connect with us. We would love to connect with you and yes. just hear what God's doing here, how you would like us to to talk about things maybe differently or whatever it may be. But uh, again, we're all in this together. Yeah, so with that, I'm going to wrap us up and say have an amazing day. And we can't wait to catch you next week on the next episode of the Disciples Subtract podcast. Thanks, guys. See ya.